Good day, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to True Wisdom. It is a podcast dedicated to studying the Word of God and finding out the truths that are within. Welcome, Andrew. Welcome, Robert, and welcome, guests. And welcome the guests. Thank you for joining us today as Andrew and I go through different topics in the Bible to get to the key truth. Andrew, what is the key truth of the Bible? The key truth. That Jesus is the Son of the living God, and in him is light and life. That's it. That's that's fairly simple, isn't it? More there's sixty six books, tens of thousands of words, and it's just broken down to that. Jesus is the Son of God, and in Him is everlasting life. Well, yeah, because you asked for the key truth. Every other truth stems from that one, and there are lots of other truths, but you asked for the key one. So the crux of the matter is is there. In fact. In fact, it's interesting now that you say that, because where we're going to go is going to explain something to us. So the the lesson will kind of answer that question. But yeah, that's the crux of the matter. There's a lot of truth that is found in the scripture. And there's a lot of truth that is consequential to that one that we identify. But at the end of the day, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the core truth, and everything else stems from that. All right, excellent. So now, why don't you go ahead and pray for us, and we will jump into the lesson. Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your goodness to us. We thank you for the privilege we have of studying together from your word, and we ask you for wisdom and understanding that we can rightly divide your words of truth, and that those who hear it may be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so what topic are we dealing with today? Well, before we do the topic, we should do the the verse. You sure you want to do the verse now, not wait until later? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, what is our theme verse? Proverbs 9, 9, and 10. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 9, 9, and 10. Excellent. Now, what is the topic for the day? Uh, the topic is... Hmm, the topic is... Let us hear the conclusion. Let us, let hear, us hear the, the conclusion. conclusion. All right. Yep. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Ecclesiastes 12. That is one of the more less celebrated books in the Bible. The more less celebrated mm -hmm. books. That is a less celebrated book of the Bible. Um so you want us to start at one and go all the way through? Yeah, we're going to go all the way through. And for context, the book of Ecclesiastes is the book that Solomon writes after his apostasy. When he has returned from apostasy, he writes 
a book about his experiences. He basically says how he got to this place. And in the early part of the book, he sounds really disgruntled. Um, but then he gets to a place as he gets to the last few chapters, he's, the writing seems to settle down, right? It, it's almost as though he writes from the perspective that he felt when he was going through it in the beginning. And as he gets toward the end, he starts to settle down. And he, and he and he's writing an appeal here in this last chapter of Ecclesiastes. He's writing a very important appeal. All right. Starting at verse 1. Mm -hmm. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, when the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. Pause a second. Pause a second. It's important to note that verses 2 through 6, he is using euphemism. Right. Verse 1, he highlights, he says, pay attention to your creator now, while you're in your youth, before bad days come, when you say, I don't have any pleasure in these days. I don't like life right now. He says, do it now. And then he begins to describe what the evil days look like. And he's using euphemisms. He's speaking figuratively. Right, right. Okay. Clouds returning after the that's that's a very interesting scenario when you're when you are having problems with your bladder. <laughs> Verse three. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened. So he's talking about blindness. As, as your eyesight goes, as your teeth no longer function, the grinders cease because they are few. You can't eat any solid food anymore, and you have to eat mushy food because you, you, you don't have sufficient grinders, right? The, the mighty men, strong men bow themselves, right? Your back gets crooked, and mm -hmm. you can't move around. He's just describing old age and infirmity in a very interesting and figurative way. Yeah. And the doors shall be shut in the streets when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all of the daughters of music shall be brought low. It's interesting, that phrase, and mm -hmm. it may not mean much, but I was just talking to someone recently. I had emailed him early in the morning. Uh, I emailed him something. And he almost emailed me back immediately. We're talking about early in the morning. This is about uh, quarter to five. So this is 4.45 mm -hmm. in the morning. I saw something. I emailed it to him. And he responded back almost immediately. And I said, what are you doing up? And he says, I'm getting old. I just, I can't sleep like I used to. And he said, what are you doing up? And I said, the same. <laughs> and just in that, 
um, um, uh-huh. Solomon is talking about that. He shall rise up at the voice of the bird. I mean, that happened to me again this morning. Mm-hmm. As soon as the bird uh-huh. chirps, sun isn't even bright in the sky. The bird chirps. I'm up. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, also, this is verse 5. Also, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, <laughs> and desire uh-huh. shall fail. Because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets. Wow. That's a very flowery way of talking about your age. Almond trees shall flourish. Uh huh. The grasshopper shall be a burden. Wow. Is that weird? Yeah, oh yeah. Every little thing is, is so immense to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 6. Or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanity, saith the preacher, all is vanity. Boy, I thought you'd want me to pause there. I mean, that is almost Shakespearean in, in its writing. Well, or Shakespeare was copying Solomon. Um, the the thing about it is, she says that much of everything is worthless. Much of everything is pointless. That's what he's been saying throughout the book. He started with that vanity of vanities from the first chapter. And some chapters get multiple editions of it. Um, but he's like, yeah, it, you, it comes to nothingness. It comes to nothingness. It gets to a place that is tiresome and pointless. But he's going to say some really cool things. Like he ends this this chapter and therefore the book on a very strong note. Mm-hmm. Verse eight, 9. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yea, he gave good heed and sought out and set in order many proverbs. Okay, so you know what he's saying here? That in spite of some of the problems he was having, he still sought to teach the people properly. Yeah, the the mistakes. Mm -hmm. He was making bad decisions, but he was also making some good decisions in there relative to his responsibility to the people. So it is possible to be a good person and make bad decisions. It's possible to be a good person and make bad decisions. It's also possible to be a bad person and do occasionally good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Just, just because a person has done some things right doesn't mean that they're good overall. And just because a person has done some things wrong doesn't mean that they're bad overall. Right. In his case, he apostatized. So he was in a bad place. He, was, he became a bad person and then was reclaimed to the good side. See, uh, yes, some of the mistakes that he made initially led him down a very bad path. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank God he was able to come out of it. Uh, That wasn't the end of his story. Verse 11. The words of the wise are as goads and as nails fastened by the master of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. All right. That is interesting. 
Mm-hmm. The of the wires are as goads and as nails fastened by the master of assemblies. What's the context of that? Or what's the what's the translation of that? The words of the wise prod people in the right direction, uh-huh. and they and they build a solid structure. Nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. Again, the idea is that all wisdom ultimately comes from God. True wisdom, all mm-hmm. true wisdom, ultimately comes from ah, God. Ah, given from one shepherd. Okay, I got it now. Mm-hmm. I was trying to see how that correlated to the master of assemblies and goads. Uh, goads, well, spurs. Remember, right? Spurs. Yes. All right. I was trying to fit all of that together. All right. Yeah. So the words of the wise prod people in the right direction, and they operate as nails fastened by masters, plural of assemblies. So those who are builders are master builders, which are given from one blueprint of one mm-hmm. shepherd. Mm-hmm. Verse 12, and further, by these, my son, be admonished, of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. (laughs) Some of our people need to hear that. Boy, do some of our people need to hear that. Well, that's funny. We're doing a podcast on studying and the importance of studying. Is there such thing as too much study and no application? Sure. And, and most, more, most importantly, more importantly, most importantly, of making many books, there is no end, and much study is awareness of the flesh. That doesn't pertain to the Word of God. And yet, I'm, rem- I'm rem- reminded of a person who said he's read mm-hmm. the Bible cover to cover many times, and he doesn't mm-hmm. get anything from it. Oh, sure, but he doesn't have a weariness of the flesh. He has a different problem. Mm. Right? He has a different problem. Um, the, word of, the Word of God is interactive. This is, the, this is the thing that's very different. The Word of God is interactive. So when Moses was in the mountain with God, Moses was awake for 40 days, twice on two occasions. He was up there for 40 days, got the Ten Commandments, and then with all the debacle with the golden calf, ended up back up there for another 40 days. Because he was engaged with God. It was an interactive thing. He was being sustained. There can be no weariness for true study of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Right? But but as far as other books, secular books, other things, oh, sure. Too, too much, much of that. Yeah. We'll wake up. All right, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of men. Whole duty. I missed that. Yes, this is the whole duty of men. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Mm-hmm. That's the whole conclusion. That's everything. That goes back to the key point. Everything we need to know who the Savior is. We need to understand who the Savior of the world is. Because at the end of the day, 
We need to fear God and keep his commandments. That is our entire beauty. Got it. Got it. Every work will be brought into judgment, whether good or evil. Every work. Oof. That's, uh... Including God's work. Yeah. Including God's work. But, you know, uh, I don't think we realize that this, what we're going through, is all about God's work. It's about how God has decided to deal with his people. And that this is a judgment on God's system. Yeah. So God yeah. is not above judgment. No, because, because God understands that at the end of the day, because he has chosen to operate his government on the basis of love, it is essential that that government be transparent. He cannot operate a government on the basis of love and operate it opaquely. Definitely understand. Those would be mutually exclusive goals. So if it's going to be based on love, people must be drawn to it and they cannot be drawn to it without knowledge of it. Right. And so God makes his actions ultimately auditable. Now, he's still, he's still God, and he still reserves unto himself secret things, but you even get the impression from Scripture that it is for a time, right? He can, he can make whatever he wants as secret as he wants as long as he wants. And sometimes he executes his counsel in secret, okay? But ultimately, the Lord will do nothing, the Bible tells us, except he show it unto his servants, the prophets. He provides us a, 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 a review, a preview of what will come. He shares with us. Think about when, they, when, when the Son of God is coming down to head to Sodom and Gomorrah to deal with it. And he says, shall I hide from Abraham this thing which I do, seeing that he will surely become a great nation? Yeah. That's He's true. like, no. Yeah, yeah so... Does he give us every minute detail? No. He still reserves the right. As a parent, you can share things with your children, but you have to be prudent about exactly what you share and how. But you can still share things and have them be aware of directions that you're going at a high level. God does that. And in choosing this course and in the controversy that has come up, the way that he has selected to resolve it is to ultimately let Everyone know the angels right now get to see everything, how everything is playing out. They get to see the books as things are unfolding. Okay. And then in the millennium, the redeemed get to see everything and get to see the books and make a judgment for themselves, not only about God, but also about the wicked. Mm. All right. Thank you for this, as always. It's a good study. Um, we probably should spend a little bit more time uh, going over Ecclesiastes and making sure we understand what Solomon's point was. He's the wisest man who ever lived, and yet he still made mistakes. So, mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but thankfully, after making all those other mistakes, 
he could say to us in a way that's even more conclusive <laughs> the whole point. Let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. All that other nonsense, ugh. fear God and keep his commandments. That is the whole duty of man. And I can assure you that it is because I tried a bunch of other stuff and they were all busted. It did not work. That is the whole duty of man. And also remember, my son, be careful just how much you're studying because a lot of it is weariness. Yeah. What's your study and, and, and how much? Mm-hmm. All right. So my turn to pray us out. Dear Lord, we thank you for um, including this in the Bible, where we, we end on such a high note of knowing what our job is, what we should be doing, and how we should be doing it. Uh, continue to bless us, bless those who are listening, help this word to sink in and make a difference in someone's life, even if it's mine. Amen. All right, so continue to look out for us at info. Well, that's you can email us at info at truewisdom.info, but you can look for us at truewisdom, www.truewisdom.info, and our podcast can be found on every single platform. Of course, if you're hearing this, someone might have shared this with you, so you can go back to um, look up True Wisdom com, and that has all of our archives or you can just download us from the podcast platforms as well as for more in-depth studies on this and other topics you can see andrew's podcast entitled rightly divide the word of truth found at biblestudy.asbzone.com on all the same podcast platforms wherever you get your podcast today and we cover these topics and the Sabbath school lessons once a week. All right. We thank you for listening, and we pray you will be blessed.